What up, it's your boy E, broadcasting live from the crib where I am home alone, and it feels spectacular, different, but fun. On this episode, I'm going to um, touch on some topics that I originally thought to post a while back, but now that I have a little um, content to add to that, it'll make a little bit more sense to you guys. It's been an uh, interesting couple of days for me as I've been operating in the home alone. And that's a that's a fun time for some of us gents. And that's one of the topics. It's uh, being home alone. And what we as gents, especially us married gents in these scenarios, think and do. Because if you haven't experienced it, then you probably don't know. But that's why I'm here. In the uh, next segment, I'm going to discuss flexing with the faith. That might be the first one, depending on how I roll. And that basically is just going to discuss, you know, when we get to a point where we identify who our faith is, things of that nature. And some of you guys, it might be a review, but for others, that might be like, cool, I'm, I'm down with that. And uh, the last topic is just going to be now nah, I'm good. And now nah, I'm good is going to focus on what got me back in the life. And when I thought I might go another road, but I chose not to. That's all on the podcast. Next. To the 99 Problems Podcast. I am your host, E, broadcasting live from my very empty house because the wife and the kids are gone, 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 gone. They'll probably be back on Thursday or Friday, but you know what? I am going to anodate and flood you with content in between. I won't be dropping daily, but I will record and you will get them. Admin issues as usual. Okay, um, I did a recording prior to this one, and it was with a female client. I have dropped that episode. Some of you have already heard it, even though it wasn't supposed to be published, because I like for the guests to hear it first, give me the okay, and then go from there. She's cool for now, but there will be a part two. If you heard the first episode, then you know there was a lot of clicking in the background, I had issues with my cell phone, but there's going to be a part two because there's some stuff she wanted to get out of her off of her chest that I'm going to allow her to say in addition to what she already said. So for the select few of you guys who are privy enough, should I keep it, you will hear part two and some of that will sound like a rehash, but we're adding some more stuff and God willing, (laughs) she was able to secure me some male companions. I am so excited. And again, thank you, Bella, for being on that. And I hope that, you know, you get to see a different perspective of how we do things in the life. Because it's not just 
gents who do this. There are also ladies who go out and look too. And it was a good time. I think you guys will like it. Other admin issues. I am going to incorporate some stuff that might not be life related. But you know what? If you're listening and you fuck with me, you'll be cool with that. So I hope you like sports. I hope you like TV shows, etc. Because, you know, that transitions into the life. So I hope that you guys can bear with me as we make that transition because it's fun shit. I mean, it's not like I'm talking about politics, which I will because it does affect this life too. But imagine being with a comp who actually would love to go on a, on a game night or, you know, you guys are watching a TV show and you're commentating on that. I'm adding that shit in because I think that we need to look beyond what we see, especially if you're trying to build a connection with the physical and see what other stuff that they like to do. So there'll be a food component, et cetera, et cetera. I just want you guys to be aware of it. So it doesn't shock you when I'm talking about P Valley, cause that shit is coming. <laughs> okay. Um, getting right into segment one for this first segment, uh, I call it home alone because that's where I'm at. And that's my situation. And for many of us gents who've experienced that, then you can kind of completely understand why I chose the intro that I chose because when you're there and you're in this space where there's no one in the house, especially if you're married, if you're a single guy, this is probably Monday to you. So, you know, what the hell, whatever, even in COVID, you know, it's like, so I'm always home alone. But for those of us who have, you know, wife, kids or partner or whatever, you know, um, husband, because I now have female clients who listen um, then you know and you can appreciate that space where you're navigating and moving and and like looking for bookings or or trying to figure out if you can go make that three or four hour drive to one of your faves or someone whom you really like. You might even be considering flying them to you or going to them because all these options start coming in like a fire hydrant and you're just a little dog trying to lick and get your little drop of water but you have so many the smorgasbord is just silly hi i'm that guy but um let me tell you how i've been able to maneuver through that this isn't the plug for them because i don't get a dime out of it but i am grateful for the only fan subscriptions that i do have they have been able to curve or curb, if you will, an insatiable itch that requires me to spend money that I should probably be saving for other things that I choose to do, which you will hear about in the next segment. Having the ability to do things, especially in COVID, that take your mind off the fact that you want to be spend or do time with, you know, your favorite companion or things of that nature is critical because, A, it'll help your budget. <laughs> um, if you're like me and you ball out here on a budget, then you know that every dollar counts. And if it counts, then you don't want to just go and choose and, and be with anyone because you want to be able to maximize the experience that you get for the price that you pay. Ladies listening, understand when I say that it is not to say that you guys are transactional pieces of equipment. It is. If I want a said service or said thing, and that's what you specialize in, I personally would rather book you than take a flyer on, you know, the random person and then it not go the way that I want. And then me be mad because it did not. When you're home alone, every hour 
is an hour you're thinking I could probably be doing this if you're in the life and that's something that you, you know, relish or consider something that you want to do more often than you do because your moves are different when you have your wife and your kids around. You can't just, you know, go to the gym every damn day and you're, you're gaining weight. <laughs> so you're not making any progress, but, you know, you've been to the gym five days a week and an hour and a half each time. You know, you can't do that. But when no one's around, you ain't even got to psych up the lie. You just be like, look, I went on Trist or List Crawler or any of these other sites and found someone and then boom, it was done. By the way, it's probably been a while since I spoke on it, but it looks like List Crawler is back. And there's other sites too, other than that. But I know a lot of ladies, some of which who listen to the show, Use that site and it's back and it's been operational for a while. So if that were something that you guys were looking for and you wanted the status of it, just to let you know that it is back. So there is that. But I would say that in this process, don't overindulge. You know, you can you can do that and find yourself in a position where you put yourself out there too much and you don't care about what's going on after. And that's that could be a problem. I, I say that. Using OnlyFans as an option, right? So, I currently have five active subs. And about, I don't know, four free ones. Maybe five. So, I know it's nine total. So, I forget which ones I'm paying for and which ones I'm not. Alright, two of them are phased. They'll never change. Um, three others are some who I'll see fly across my timeline and I'll give a flyer to. And we'll see what's happening and see how that looks. And the rest are just, you know, I, I had them once before. They now have free PPV, and it's like, if I have a couple of bucks, I'll drop it. But I have an ebb and flow. A couple of takeaways I've learned from that process, being home alone, is that I clearly have a like. And I've said this from episode to episode, so this shouldn't be new to you guys, but I clearly have a like. If you follow me, you know who I retweet. You probably have an idea who I like. I'm an open book, as I've said also. I also um, have a, how do I put it, a stopgap, a thing that tells me, okay, this is when you've done the most, you need to stop. I budget. I budget so to the point that I was on the phone with someone and I even mentioned it, like, hey, so I have a specific amount, this is what I do, I will not go over, I will not extend myself. That has been crucial in this process of being in this particular situation because I know me. (laughs) I had a similar situation happened when I was in San Antonio and the wife and the kid decided they were going to go visit her people in a whole other country and in that process I don't know how many times I told you guys I hit the track or you know I hit Eki at the time when Backpage was just getting up I must have did that every single day for two weeks straight I even remember the dollar amount now before someone jumps out of their skin understand this was 2006 Price structure was a little bit different, so do not judge unless you were probably in the life on one side or the other in that time frame. Seeing as I'm 42, yeah, I can say that. Okay, so in that week that they were gone without any OnlyFans subscriptions or anything like that, and it was just straight being in the life, I must have spun about mm, fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars in seven days. Maybe eight, I forget, but I mean, I know I had a good time, but I was done 
after that, I was done for like the whole next three or four months because at that time, I considered myself quote-unquote fed. A term you will hear me say more and more as you progress in my episodes is being fed. That is the equivalent of having my sexual needs met, thus I'm not here hungering for more of it. And I overindulged. I went to the buffet and pigged out. And you name it, I probably did it. <laughs> I had duos. I had uh, fetish, certain fetishes that I like accomplished. I uh, had massages. I had AMP massages. You know, I did a little bit of everything because I had the resource to do so and the time. Time in this life is something that you really have to cherish because you don't get it. Now, I have been blessed being home alone to have all kinds of time. But down here, when I did not have the time and I was making bookings, I got to be honest. I learned some crucial lessons about some people's professionalism and I am not a fan. That is not this episode, <laughs> but I will say that it has taught me that you really, and this, this will, part of this will be in segment two as I approach the topic on phase. You really want to do your research, guys, and understand that there's a reason why some are charging the way they are versus others because there's a component of professionalism that I cannot overemphasize enough. My muse is an active listener. She, if only she could try to tell you, because I keep a receipt. I, I, you got to. So in case somebody want to come with the fuck shit, I can be like, boom. On this date, boom. I made every attempt. The last thing I will be is a Reddit post or a Twitter post. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rattle off more into why that's a thing. Let's just say there's a reason why you pay for professionalism. Um, but the theme of this segment, right, is resisting that urge. I could be out here. I have more than enough resource and time, but I'm choosing not to because I want to really start transitioning to a point where I am making memorable contacts and drops because that's where I'm at now. I've, uh, I was a high frequency, high volume client, meaning that, you know, high volume ladies are high frequency at the time. That was my goal. Now I am a, I consider myself a low volume, high, low volume as far as the amount of women I see, but high frequency the amount of times I see them. That is where I am trying to make that move. And being home alone has gave me this last big nugget, time for reflection. You know, I can tell you guys how I've been able to reflect and what that's meant. But ultimately, you just got to experience it. You know, if it's COVID and, and, and you're on hiatus, if it's, you know, at your job and shit just got slow, if you were sitting in your hot ass man cave in your garage, <laughs> whatever the case may be, if it gave you the ability to reflect and you can step back and see these things the way that they are, it would have made a lot more sense to you. For me, sitting here home alone, I was able to do that and I came to the epiphany that you're at a point now where you got to make less moves with certain people, shrink the circle, but make sure that those people are taken care of. And if you can do that, then you've matched the life. See, I'm not going to change the budget, the amount that I'm spending, but the amount of people who I'm spending on, though, that's going to change real quick <laughs> because I just I'm at a point now where what I want and who I want that person or people to have. You know, that, that means a lot more. 
And I want to be sure that those people are taken care of because they take care of me. I regret nothing in that process in saying that. It is early in the morning right now. That is the uh, conclusion of this first segment of being home alone. I will tell you that the fun part of this process is I've got able, I've been able, excuse me, to catch up on a lot of shows and eat a lot of junk food. <laughs> healthy junk food, but junk food nonetheless. Yes, you can have healthy junk food. You know, like those banana chips, etc. Um, I've had so many grilled goddamn chicken sandwiches, y'all. And I can cook. I'm actually a pretty decent cook, but I just don't feel like making dishes that I have to clean up after. But fuck it, today just might be that day. <laughs> All right, more of the 99 Problem Podcast next. Just cause it's different and we're not the same. This things have to change. I got no trouble with my pride. Got trouble cutting ties. I don't want to be a ex. We were too good to be friends. Can we still hang out on the For this next segment, which is probably the tie-in for the segment that preceded it and the one that will follow it, I wanted to give it a unique twist. So I called it Flexing With Your Faves. You know, when you've been in this life long enough, you've, um, especially as I said in the last segment, right? You have ladies or gents that you have seen, you know, all over. And some of you are totally comfortable with that. And, you know, your book, ladies, you may have seen on certain websites or, you know, there's a myriad of places where you could have seen them. But it's never the same one, never the same time, never the same date. You know, you may have one that you have for a social date. You may have a gent or a lady that you use just for the carnal aspect of getting a physical satisfaction. You may have one that you want GFE with. By the way, I'm learning a new phraseology and upcharge where you can actually have a girl who provides one service and she will have a GFE kicker attached to it as well. This may have been the case, but that's new to me. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like if that's something that you offer full time, you should probably just do that. But, you know, that's not my thing because I am not the one charging. I am the one buying. Um... But however, or whoever, no matter the situation, if you are moving like that, then you're making the choice to see multiple people. And that's okay, because I've done it. I don't know how many years I've been like, you know what, I'm going to see this person, and next month I'm going to see this person. You know, 12 dates a year, because once a month I dated, and I made sure it was never the same person. Um... I just, for whatever reason, wanted to experience new different people each month. And, and I don't regret that. But as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate what quality is. So quality is going to the dealership or the auto hobby shop, auto hobby guy 
and knowing the 10 point inspection and what it takes to get your car serviced and done professionally the right way. And you get that quality and mental reassurance knowing that you've paid probably a price way more expensive than the hood mechanic. But should this shit get fucked up, you can take it back to them and they'll fix it again because you paid for the quality and the experience, excuse me, to get that done. Conversely, you know, you can also get out here and wing it. I don't want to knock that because I was doing it and some may say I still do it. Take a flyer on that hood guy. He comes out great. And now you've created someone whom you can take your car to. But, you know, there might be an issue he didn't address because you didn't mention it. Things of that nature. You know, I I can't emphasize enough why this analogy works, especially if you've had a POS kind of car. <laughs> but you can appreciate even more if you take all of what I just said into context and then place it into this life. So Eric this year, right, has did two things he has never done prior. I never took the time to book a ticket to see someone whom I define as a fave. I have done it now twice this year. <laughs> the first time was right before COVID hit. And I got to tell you, I know I'm blessed because I was in a quote unquote hot spot at the time it occurred. And I can faithfully and happily say that I came out of there pretty good. Given the scenario, I don't know how, but I did. Um, anyway, in booking that trip, I was able to link up with someone who I had covered it for quite a while. You know, I knew who she was in this life from doing my research and digging and I got to see her and it, it was memorable. I, it was not just a, I'm not going to fly to you ladies and do a one hour trip that a one hour date. That's a waste of money and effort. Even if I were there on business, that's, I would still say that. And I've done many business trips that had a lifestyle complaint attached that I purposely affixed to it, but I'm not going to do that. I will, uh, take the time to install and have a social component with you. And if you're a favorite, then that goes any fur even further. But I had a sole purpose on the trip the first time. And that was to meet this person. And I think we had a pretty good time. Um, probably a one-off for, you know, it's there are logistics concerns. You know, we, we had a good time and I feel like, you know, you never know, but even if it was just a one-off, I'd like to think that that was worth it. However, second person, <laughs> a listener, she knows who she is. Um, I've got to the point where I can easily say that no matter how this shakes out, at the very least, we built a connection. And I want to grow it and see where that goes. I was talking to another gent on the message boards and privately, and we got to the rationale that it's okay to build a connection and cultivate that and grow them into what we may define as an A1, a go-to, a no matter what, this is solid. Now, I'm operating from a from a, from a negative vantage point because it's not that this person is in my state. Because if they were, I guess that's probably a good thing because I'd be broke as hell right now. <laughs> so I try my best from afar to show my appreciation for what they do by doing things 
you know, being of a piece or an ear just to, you know, whatever, because I understand that this is still their life. Just because I choose to to go a certain road doesn't mean that they slow everything down. I mean, I encourage, hey, go out, live, do what you got to do. But me personally, as I said in the first segment, as I become a low volume, high frequent kind of client, I want to be at this point and I love this space because I've identified how I want to move with said people in my smaller circle. And that reflection time I spoke of in the last segment, man, it just gave me so much clarity. So I I came up with this segment and the little takeaways. And one of those was basically to let you know, let you guys know what a fave is. So to me, a fave is someone whom you are spending for and you've seen more than once or you plan to see more than once or twice or three times within a calendar year. Not a fiscal, but a calendar year. That means from the time you first saw them to a year from there, you're celebrating anniversaries like, oh, I just wanted to say this is the anniversary from the first time that I saw you, you know, whatever the case may be. I, I want to get you this little gift. You're treating it damn near like an affair. <laughs> Because that's kind of what this shit is. Especially if you're married, guys, you already know. Their time's not free. And you're showing appreciation for them giving you that time. Because that's time they're taking away from other things they can do. I'm privileged. The person who knows who they are does not quite have said time. I have been wrong on my assumptions on what they do with that. But, you know, while that's funny, I still show... A certain amount of appreciation for her allowing me to have that. It's not anything that she has to do. There's no obligation. She just chooses to. And as a token, I like to bless. And I bless. I, I make sure that at least once, maybe twice a week, she knows that I am very appreciative of the fact that I have DM privilege or, you know, cell phone privilege that others just may not get because it's it's something that's part of the yeah, I don't know if it's a job or a general liking of it, but I, I appreciate that shit. And that's what we should that's how we should be maneuvering with a favorite. A favorite is someone whom you you know, you look forward to seeing what they're going to do, how they're going to move. You support them. It's a big thing. You support them. That's that's somebody who, you know, if you're on IG, you throw a like or two there. If they're on Reddit, you know, you're you know, in their comment liking. You don't get to a point to where you're stalking because that shit gets creepy. But you know how to back away and give them space to maneuver because that's what anyone requires, guys. A little space. You know, a little space to breathe and live and be happy, etc. So you do that and y'all communicate, you know, pros, cons, things of that nature, and you go from there. So going into how you show love, as I just started earlier, your gift. <laughs> All right, I have a favorite on OnlyFans and I have a favorite in the life. And both of them I have tried to gift on a frequent basis because I want them to understand that I appreciate that. And if you have something on your wish list, if I can knock it off, great. You know, if I see you with a picture of something that you like, I'll try to show you that I appreciate that, great. Um, if you got content out there, I'm in that. Because I want you to know that I'm trying to uplift you. These are all things you can do. Um, We don't want to lose sight of the fact that 
companionship, not escorting, not a 304, if you will. It's just that. And I think that sometimes we can lose sight of a companion and what that means versus 304ing or anything else. So you want to give a companion what she or he, they deserve. Give them that in the form of monetary or if their love language is praise or the good morning text. And it shows that you appreciate what they do. Does it mean that you have to always do it? No, but by now, if it's your fave, you kind of have a dial or a beating onto when is it appropriate and when it is not. Um, just like they do with you, if you've opened a line of communication based on how you can get away or what you can do, they know I can't call them after five. <laughs> You know, or uh, and they get that because that's the that's the chemistry, it's the thing that you've built. That's how you move. Um, was it easy to make this choice for me after X amount of years? Yeah, because I've had enough one-offs. And I'm gonna tell you guys something. If you're looking for your favorite Twitter Twitter client, I mean Twitter companion to do this. If you have not seen the landscape, do not let it shock you that a lot of our rates are evaporating. There is a new preferred date time for new gents, and it's kind of swimming around 90 minutes. <laughs> and you got to put your coin together because you're paying for that quality to have them, especially if there's a possibility that that person can be cultivated into a favorite and if she becomes a favorite, how you maneuver and move with that favorite will be that much more pleasurable. And you'll laugh at the fact that at one point you were mad she didn't have a half hour rate or a quick visit rate. <laughs> you'll be like, all I get is 90 minutes. Oh, heck nah. Yeah, we got to move like it's two, three, four hours. And that is why I said what I said in the first segment. I could easily, in the time that I'm sitting here home alone, be out here, you know, doing quick visits, half hours, an hour, satisfying the carnal. But I've elevated, I guess maybe because I'm older, I don't know. But I've elevated to the point to where I want to plan to save for the time that I have with the favorite I'm going to be with. And I could put that energy toward that date. So, case in point, there's a local here. You know, she has a pretty decent rate. I'll probably give her an hour, two hours, or 90 minutes. It doesn't matter because they're all within my budget. But I'm not feeling that right now. Right now, what I'm feeling is, you know, I want to do my homework, go grab this edible, and watch some sports. And it superseded my knowledge and my ability in my, in my typical just horniness and it's like i'm okay with that because i'm looking down the road and i say oh the money i could have spent here and i'm not taking away from the community though sometimes i joke that every time i did outside the city i'm taking away from the local market because i am but you know i'm going to use that and spend it on this person you know i may get him a gift may spoil him i don't know but I have that right and the ability to do that because I have identified them as a faith. I've only dated this person once, but I've already booked for a second 
more than likely in her presence, I'll book for a third because we've got to a point to where I value the companionship because we cultivated that. When you consider the fact that she actually curbed me the first time <laughs> and where we are now, you'd probably be laughing, but you you have to maneuver a certain way with people and it just takes time. It takes time. Nothing's done fast that yields a success that you want when you measure it over time. My classmates in my in, in school, as we study law, we are learning that some of your favorite laws that you see today are the derivative of time. Not of effective policy, but time. Time to mature, reflect, and see an old law and go. We needed to stretch it to make it more suitable to the time. And I, I use that same mentality thinking about my time in this life. Initially, Eric had a rule or a law that anytime he had, he'd be out here in these streets because that's what he wants to do. Man, 42, I'm planning. I'm planning what the date's going to look like whenever I go on that date. Am I going to take her to the gun range or, you know, I would have said the movies, but, you know, COVID kind of put a kibosh on that. But I think the biggest thing in this is understanding that I can do that and I choose to do it over what I would have done. Um, when this episode was initially thought of, I had a, a like a, a shitload of shit I wanted to say as far as all the things you can do on a date night with your fave, right? This episode was initially my brainchild prior to COVID. <laughs> now that COVID came and represented its face, I really don't want to be saying things like, you know, you can just go out to downtown and walk the street to meet all these cool people. Hell no. <laughs> Unless you got your mask on. Because COVID's out here killing people, you dumbasses. But um, I really just want to get to a point where you can vibe with that person. Where you can connect with them. And sometimes this may be a more intimate setting. You know, a massage, a jacuzzi, a, I don't know, a session of intimacy with that person. One other person, maybe two, that's quiet, cozy, and comfy. Probably works just the same, too. You know, one big Netflix and chill session where you become the master chef or you have Uber Eats brought out and y'all sit outside and look at the stars or a smoke out. <laughs> you know, who's opposed to a smoke out, you know, where you just sit and get your smoke on. But you do it with somebody who you cool with because you've established that bond. And I said this and I want to reiterate it again. Yeah, it might mirror an affair. It might because there are elements of it where you are giving this person more than you would. I don't even, I hate the word affair because it sounds bad. Because technically that would require probably more emotional input on the other person's side than, you know, vet it. Because, yes, while you are stepping out for some of us, it, you know, an affair requires, you know, time, intent, purposeful activities on both sides. And let's be real. I mean, at any point, even in an affair with someone who's a sieve, you know, there's always that breakaway that anyone can have. But in this life, it's way more reassuring because you stop paying, you better be one hell of a dude. You better eat the pussy like a champ or whatever the case may be that keeps her around beyond the fact that you are no longer considering yourself a customer or a gent. <laughs> you know, and that's a bond. Bonds can be created and built. 
I do not subscribe to the notion that it's one way or the other, but you know, it requires a lot. And am I at that point right now? Probably not, but you never know. Man, you things are where they are. I like the space that I'm in now so much so that I am making these moves because of it. I went from at the beginning of the year, having a list, not going to lie. Ladies, if you're listening, yes, we have a list. And depending on what websites we go to, we start circling. Hey, I can see her. Oh, so-and-so's touring or whatever. I went from that to, hmm, I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to probably see three or four. If there were a announcement to make, that's mine. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go out and 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 saturate the market with my presence as a client that's not gonna happen moving forward it's gonna be a very short list (laughs) and it will be dominated by one over the others and i might i don't you never know i might even change it just to to shrink that to just the one because i'm comfortable now i'm comfortable to the point to where it's moving in slow motion if you guys know sports that's what you know being in the zone feels like. And when you're in the zone, you know, the the basketball goes bigger. You know, your defender's a little bit slower and you're able to get your shot off or catch that touchdown or juke the defender out of the socks because you're operating in the confines fluidly and easily in this environment. That's the move I'm making now. I'm, I've, I've hit a point to where I've identified who... Is considered my favorite. How I want to move moving forward with that person, and how it affects me the rest of the time in this lifestyle, and that is just with that. I didn't even get into the OnlyFans component. I did touch on it, but I'm going to use this last portion of this segment to really expand. So, OnlyFans has taught me a couple of things. A, it can be used as a marketing tool because that's one of the ways I verify who you are. B, if you have good content, I'm going to purchase content from you separately for a custom. And I've had some pretty goddamn awesome customs. I've had some uh, customs that will make you go, God dang, that's for real? Yeah. But I, I, I think outside the box. I don't, look, I love the squirting. I love all the other stuff. But I'm a, I'm a gentleman at the point now where I just kind of want to see, I don't know, a goofy skit here or there or, you know, just you doing everyday shit, and then here, take my money. Um, I like content from individuals who kind of fit a certain mold. Again, as I say that, you probably know following me that mold very well. I'm not going to hide who I am and how I do things. But I have narrowed that down to one or two, even maybe even one. Um, there are two people who I'm going to always follow. They know who they are. And even if they don't post content for months because of one's a fave, she just doesn't get that from me. But the other, I mean, her content is, it's, it's not where she wants it as far as the volume. But when she drops, she drops. And it's like, you got to be there, you know, and be a part of that process because it's good enough to, to earn that. Excuse the creaks and cracks from my chair. I am navigating this, you know, new situation where I had to get kinks out. But I wanted to say that with OnlyFans, it's taught me that I could be selective and yet still enjoy that process. 
because if you have a fave on there, it's instantly it's that's basically transactional and you get that. If it's a content creator, you keep maneuvering. But if it's a person who is also in the life, then, you know, it's yet another way to do what you have to do. So I use it for verification for that. I use it for support and I use it to show as a token of my appreciation. And for the gents who have people in their lives and you're saying, how can I do this without getting caught? Because, you know, we have these things. Fellas, there's a term called paperless billing. You're a grown man. You know how to get a car and do this. If I can do it, you can do it. You download the app from that card and you pay your bills that way. It takes two seconds. You know, unless you just don't want to support her or whatever, then just say that. But the whole I can't maneuver around, which I even used to say, is a crock of shit and i am here to expose you because this is also a very proud to say ally based podcast and if we're trying to be allies we really want to support them as best we can because for some of these ladies this is full time so when i say i'm cultivating and getting favorites it's because i'm supporting their full-time job if it were my full-time job and i know this is how i had to cover my medical expenses how I eat, how I live, etc. I would want that to be done knowing that I'm getting what I put into it out of it from the people whom I'm doing it for. All right. That is in the segment two and it's stretched, but I love it because it's going to maneuver its way into this last segment. Just to give you guys a preview. The reason why I chose the fave is because of this segment. All right, 99 Problems, next. All right, we are back in this final segment. There were some uh, admin things that I mentioned in the first segment that I did not want to forget in the final segment. As you guys know, I have a hashtag, um, My Black is Beautiful, and typically I will award a monthly winner a Virgil. If you don't know what that is, it's $50. It's making fun of Virgil Abloh and his support to Black Lives Matters. All right. I didn't have a winner last month. I did, but they never claimed it. Crazy part is I even gave hints to two people who were finalists and they still never claimed it. <laughs> I can't make you take my money. So this is what Eric's going to do. I guess if you're listening, you're benefiting from this. And if not, then oh well. My birthday is coming up real soon. Some of you may know it. Some of you may not. I share it with a couple of celebrities. But I'll go ahead and divulge. It is toward the end of August. Someone 
may or may not receive that Virgil that was not given plus another Virgil. So you have the opportunity to receive two Virgils. So if I'm keeping it 100, LOL, you should probably listen to figure out if that is you. I'm going to drop your name in an episode, not this one, but you never know. It could be the next or the one thereafter. Either way, if you're not listening, you will not know. And what I will do is just push it ahead. What I won't do is keep pushing it and building some massive amount of money that someone can be blessed with. That's not how E rolls. It'll go to a charity on your behalf if you do not want it. I have no problem doing that. There are several charities that represent our community and how we're pushing. And, you know, you never know. Maybe that's kind of the flex that you wanted anyway. Either way, I'm fine. All right. Moving to the last segment. And this segment is a precipice, if you will. It's the reason why I got back in the life and, and the reason why the last segment kind of makes much more sense. And I should have probably did it first, but I didn't because I wanted to kind of open you guys up to who I am and why I do this. Um, and if you knew the intro from my first episode, the very first one I did, you kind of know, but you don't. So let me help you out. There was a period when... I actually had people in my life who I was seeing outside the marriage and I thought, oh, this is lovely because I get the same benefits, but, you know, I'm not married to this person. In essence, we were having affairs and I thought that was real good at first. Then I realized over time that this person was requiring more from me. Than what I was willing to give. Why didn't you, you know, spend time with me on Valentine's Day and goofy shit like that? And I'm like, well, on Valentine's Day, I have to be with the person to whom I'm married. I think you know that. Well, I do not necessarily care for that holiday. The flex of me being with you on it would probably get my ass kicked through my teeth. Not a good look. So, I said I can't do that because of that process in and of itself. Um, the emotional labor component of having an affair versus flexing with the fave. So, everything I said in that last segment, a fave might send you an emoji. You know, you might talk, chat, sex, whatever. Understanding that there is a thin blue line or a wave of air that in between you guys that acknowledges that while wow, this is amazing... LOL. <laughs> it is also not quote unquote enter a relationship that uh goes beyond the confines of where that's heavy emotion, you know, and maybe there is. Maybe things happen. But they understand that to some degree that they're out here doing what they're doing, you're doing what you're doing, boom. When you're having an affair, sometimes, and I know because it's happened to me. That person wants to be exclusively with you. Understanding that they could be out and probably should be out. You know, if you operate with that WAP, I would suspect that you would be. <laughs> oh, when I start talking about P-Valley and WAP, y'all are going to love me. <laughs> but, you know, going back. 
you see these people and they start catching the feels and you start catching the feels because it's part of us a fair and that's what you do. If you're going to make the move and be completely gone, you should. But as I told this person, I am not at that point and I'm more likely to operate like this. Yes, I know if you're listening, oh, you're such an asshole. Yes, I was. I'm not going to say that I wasn't. But I put that out there. And there's something that I've seen on several, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. It's not that we don't want to leave. It's there are things preventing us from leaving. And I know for some of you, you're like, I don't get it. That's bullshit. You just walk out the door. If the door were that available and it did not come with all the stuff attached to it, probably would have been gone. So it's not that easy. I say that maneuvering to a point where I get that for certain ladies or gents involved. It's like, well, what are you doing? My brother is a good example. He uh, talks to a married woman and she tells him all the time, you know, my kids are here. You know, he, he provides that. My brother's not ready to carry that weight. This Negro hasn't had a kid outside of his nieces and nephews. He wouldn't know the first. Let a teenage daughter enter into his life for the first time. He enjoys being distant dick. He loves that shit. And I told him, man, keep that flex. If you doll a dick, be that guy. Don't be, I'm going to come over here and help you with your homework. Negro, you hate math. (laughs) But that's what that is. Um, I told him, you know, if you start to see yourself catching fields, you need to figure out who's taking lead in this scenario. Because if she's still with her dude and you're basically lunch break dick, then you probably are in that lane for a reason. And the same for me and I. You know, I I would talk to my young lady who I had the affair with and we would just have these conversations and she's like, I want to get away. I just want to go with you places. And I'm like, look, I want to do all that too, but... You know, some of your flex options are horrible. We booked a weekend trip in Austin. And, you know, I, I used the guys that, you know, was part of the job. She decided it would be a good idea to take pictures of us and post them on the gram. Because she wanted to show people she was happy and living the best life. Now, you can do that. But if we got a circle of people who know each other, you're kind of putting me out there. And when you put me out there, it's kind of exposing what I'm doing when I'm not with my family. <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. Because that was her time, her happiness, her peace. And I was part of that. And that came with that, too. This was years ago. I should preface this by saying this is many years ago. This was in 2011, 2012. So when these moves were made, they were made under that time frame with someone who probably didn't care as much. But that was the first time when I realized, you know, this is bullshit. <laughs> I got to keep watching my back every two seconds. And I don't know if I like doing that. <laughs> I'm much more comfortable, you know, dating and being with the young ladies who are in and out, in and out. But that's one of the things you have. A second reason why I'm probably good on civilian dating is, you know, to be honest, They want access to a life that you probably think is off limits because it is. You know, we're not going to follow each other on social media. I'm sorry, we're just not. I'm not going to like your pics. You know, I probably would like your pics if it didn't show up on my timeline that I liked your goddamn pics. Especially when I'm sharing an account. 
You know why I left Facebook? It's because got name wife was like, we need to have a joint account. Because I don't know who I'm thanking for all these birthday gifts and presents and everything. And I want to be able to meet your friends, etc. If you're making moves and you, you listen to my pod, then you already know how toxic and the bullshit that can come with that was. So I was like, fuck a Facebook thing. You can have it. <laughs> you know, I don't even remember how to get on that damn thing anymore. And it's crazy because I got a, a hit this morning. Someone was like, you should go on this Facebook group. What the fuck is a Facebook, bro? I don't do that shit. <laughs> I don't even know my password. Because that's a joint account. <laughs> Might as well just be her account. <laughs> you know, someone was like, yeah, real men don't give a fuck about those things. Well, I guess I'm not a real goddamn man. Just because I'm like, fuck that. I don't need to wear a mask. I am who I am on this side. And I live totally free. And I have a freeing spirit because of it. I'm just happier. And, and you know, and I, I can't go back. So my family knows how to find me on other platforms. And that's basically what Facebook is used for anyway. But, you know, when you want access to that life, then you know you're probably stepping into a boundary where it's like, uh-oh, should I be there? No. You probably shouldn't. Um, she wanted to go out and do shit. We should go to the restaurants and just eat lunch. Motherfucker, you don't even dress restaurant appropriate for me to say you're my coworker. For the record, I am not this male chauvinist who can't appreciate a woman and her curves and, and how she dresses. I don't want that to be the, the, the dominating theme of what I just said. But if you're going to do that, if I'm walking by the table and your cleavage is out and you're giving me the eyes and the contact is heavy and we're drinking wine, having a good time, it's eight or nine like a night. My initial reaction is, oh, they fucking <laughs> are he trying to? <laughs> She's overly attractive and that's what that is. And this is at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> Let me tell you how many times I tried this with this person and she got dressed up. And I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of that thing. I, I will never deny you going and doing all of that. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. But if we're living in this confine and it's not with a professional, then it's kind of going to raise a flag. And if you are in your home city, where the circles could be small, despite there being almost 5 million people, then you put yourself at risk. I'm not going to do that. It's just not a way I move. In addition to on a Facebook or a Twitter or a Instagram follow, now you want me to take you out places in the locale that could put us at risk. And again, as I said earlier, yes, we tried the Austin thing out. We tried another local cities out, but... You got comfy and decided to make choices that could jeopardize my situation. You are not going to be there when the pieces fall apart because these relationships look a lot different when I choose you over the fam and in this real life when we're together, the thrill of it is gone. A young lady told me that dating me was cool because she got that rush. You know, she was passionate about this. You know, she used to, <laughs> I might be an asshole. Bear in mind, this is 2011 with the first wife. I, I made a lot of mistakes. This is the preface for that. She would be like, when you fuck me, keep the ring on. I want to be able to, you know, have that as a visual as you're basically, you know, pulling me by the hair or whatever the fuck that she would say all the time. That shit would turn me on, man. And she, But she would do fuck shit. Like, she would literally, um, as I'm walking out the door, she would give me a long extended hug and get hair on my, you know, blazer and things of that nature she would uh wear extra cologne i mean extra perfume and i'm trying to justify 
you know, uh, you know, working with in my career field, you're around a lot of people all the time anyway. But some of the shit that she would do, you know, it was like, you know, I really got to justify why I got, you know, a blonde streak or red hair or whatever, <laughs> et cetera. You know, these are the things that would happen. She didn't give a fuck. That's what it was. Not her problem. It was mine. I go home and explain why there's so much perfume, you know. <laughs> uh, and, and, I, and I was mindful of that. You know, the, the ebb and flow and the back and forth was electric, but it was toxic. And I allowed it. And uh, I realized at a point to where the moves that she was making, the access that she wanted, was more than I was willing to invest in. Which led to my final segment. When I attempted to pull away, and we, as much as we hate being blacklisted, it's probably worse when you're outed as a gent to your people. <laughs> and that was always our go-to card. Fuck it, I just call your wife. Motherfuck you. Fuck it, I just leave inconspicuous notes all around knowing that we having an affair. <sighs> Does it happen? Yeah. Has it happened to me? No. <laughs> Have I had a close call? Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Washington State, you know, I was living in uh, Seattle, but I was stationed. I was living in Everett, but I worked in Seattle. Backtrack rewind. I was living in Everett, but I worked in Whitby Island. She worked in Seattle. We had a carpool. The way that would work is you would meet a location, park your car, etc. Right? My carpool got to the point to where it got smaller, so we would recruit people to get in that car. Guess who decided they wanted to hop in my carpool? <laughs> yep, you guessed it. You guessed it. And as the carpool would operate, the last person, the driver for that day, would drop you off. Oh, when it was her time, she decided one time she would get out and introduce herself to the lovely wife. And when I'm telling you, I'm sitting here looking at this motherfucker like, look at this bitch. <laughs> and she got in the car and gave me a face. Now, my first wife didn't catch it. And I'm looking and I got a text on my phone like, I can do this anytime I want. And I was like, the fuck you can. <laughs> because I lost control. Not control like I'm losing my mind. Ah! I lost control of that environment and that situation. That is a bad thing. That is like leaving your email open and then walking off and taking a piss. Or leaving your phone widely exposed to your SW Twitter account. And then getting up and making a sandwich. Or going to your car to look for your keys. Or some other bullshit. It's a bad play. And it exposes you. And I did it. Because I wanted to be able to save money on gas. Driving back and forth to work. When she did that. I was done. Because at any moment she knew where I lived. She knew who my people was. What they did. I was fucked. So I said fuck all these risks. And it's crazy because I was out the life for about a good year that time. But I was able to salvage all that by basically becoming a toxic asshole and doing things that toxic assholes do. And we broke it off. And she moved on, thankfully. But 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you that shit was easy. It never fails. The pussy or the dick that you're getting outside the situation might look like it is solid gold. Because <laughs> it goddamn probably is. Oh, but it come with a headache. <laughs> and I had a walking migraine. I had a living, breathing, 5'7", 165-pound migraine that reminded me on a daily basis she can fuck my life up. But I took on those risks because Little Head had a need that to get met. And the vibrancy and the veracity and the frequency that it needed to get met outweighed where I was because I did not have time to reflect. I just had time to move. And I enjoy moving more in the advancement of Little Head's goals and of the Big Head's goals. If you caught all that, then you understand why segment one and now segment three. Even segment two tie in and makes sense. Gents, as we move in this life and ladies, we have to be able to be at a point to where we are moving cautiously and safely with people who we know and trust. I know gents who go out as a part of their job and they see ladies whom they've established a bond with. They create a connection. They move. They have fun. They do that. I also know gents in that same scenario who pick randoms, get shit stole from them. They don't get the service that was advertised. They're out of their money. And now they're all pissy about it. Option A. Cultivated. Option B. Was thinking with the little head. We have to be at a point. Ladies and gents. Where we're not thinking carnally into the situation. And then trying to be done with it. Now I'm older. So I've experienced things. So I can tell you that. I enjoy the possibility of settling down and seeing that. I'm not trying to stop a bag from nobody. So if some of you ladies have an hourly rate and you tour and that's how you roll and you may not, and you may have done tons of one-offs and that's what you want. Hey man, I salute that shit. Do that. Gents, there are some winners out there, but do your research. That's all I ever really say, you know, check the content, see what they got going on. Boom, 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 done. But when you get to my point, where you tried the affair shit, you got time to reflect, and you could be out here doing the most, but you choose not to. You want to kind of settle down and be happy and and be peaceful in this life, and that's kind of where I choose to be and how I want to roll. Um, basically, in closing, I say that anything that you do, the amount of effort and time you put into it will equal the output that you get. Gents, supporting these ladies, especially when they're your faves, should be something that you want to do because you love doing that shit for them. Don't let some other gent call you a simp or a trick or a whole ass nigga. Because the reality is you're making these choices because you are in control and you can make them. You want to know what's big dick energy? Knowing what you can and cannot do and yet still choosing to make the choices that you flex with because that's the choice that you made, King. You know... Don't let these other motherfuckers try to tell you otherwise. That's just not factual. Um, I close by saying, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank my last guest. I am going to try with all Hades to get that up. It's technically up now for some of you SOBs who already heard it. Because part two won't make sense if you not heard part one. Um... I want to shout out to my puppies for not barking or doing another bullshit while I'm recording this podcast. Shit ain't easy, but they did it. Yay. To my muse and to my guys in the DMs and to the people who hit me with stuff. 
I've got tons of questions I've been asked. You know, ask a client a question. I just hadn't got to him because this has been quite the interesting past couple of weeks, to say the least. But I will have a segment in the next episode about, you know, hey, you got a question, I got an answer. Q&A has always been a good topic, and you guys seem to really like it. So, you know, I'll bring it back because I do have enough of those. I have other guests lined up. You might hear from them this I'll record them this week, but you might hear from them in the next couple of weeks. Either way, um, thank you guys. As I always say, if you're having girl problems, I feel bad for your son. I have 99 problems, but this pod, tame one. Peace.